Well, Peter, I think I can say welcome back, happy birthday, and all the best. Thanks, Joppo, and thanks for the coffee. I must say, I love coming to your place because I get a welcome from you, I'll get a welcome from your wife, I'll get a welcome from your four kids, and I get a cracking cup of coffee, a bonza, a ripper, a U-butte, a ridgy-ditch, a dinky dye, a hallelujah coffee. I think that wraps up the uh, first episode. Yeah. Uh, those, cof- those kind of coffees, all of those coffees are summarised by this, one that I didn't make myself. Okay. okay. <laughs> so thanks very much. <laughs> so if, you, if you're listening and you hear this... That means I've just taken a sip of coffee, <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Well, the um, the welcome back relates to the fact that in the last couple of weeks you've returned from a trip j- to Japan with um, the Kriegs and your good wife. Um, the happy birthday obviously relates to a birthday you've had of recent times, and um, and the all the best relates to uh, literally in an hour or two you catch a plane to go over to WA. So my focus is not necessarily your birthday, albeit uh, a very special event. Um, Can I say... If you're going to have a birthday, to have it on Easter Saturday and to stand between the cross and the resurrection and to contemplate that I have died with Christ and I'm raised with him wow. is very, very timely and poignant place to have a birthday, especially as I was leading an Easter camp with a suburban church here in Adelaide for their youth up at Walker Flat. And so to be driving up there and to actually see a couple of the leaders be baptised in the River Murray and to witness their death and resurrection, then to realise, hang on a minute, every single day, every single day is a, a resurrection day for me. It's just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But on to Japan, Joppo, it was uh, amazing for a number of reasons. Firstly, it's a great country to go to. Uh, secondly, the people there are so welcoming. The area we go to, Fukuyama, which is half an hour north of Hiroshima, or Hiroshima, however you want to say it, is not particularly well-known in tourist regions and so you don't get many people speaking English which brings its own challenges but uh, we found it a beautiful place because we found some beautiful people there and wherever we go we find followers of Jesus Christ even though in Japan the population of Christians in Japan is less than 1% really that's incredible yeah so pro- probably I think they say less than less than 1% are all the non Buddhist uh, alignment. So that includes your, your weirdo sect. Well, shouldn't say that. Your, your different sects includes Islam. It includes uh, Christianity. So that, well, what, that provides its own challenges. Well, what's the population of Japan? I couldn't tell you, but I can, I can, I can tell you this. Every bit of flatland is built on. Right, OK. okay. <laughs> Very hilly place. Just just incidentally, and be brief, um, any, any um, awareness, I guess, from the... Um the nuclear plant meltdown and is there a, is a national awareness of that or it's very localised? Not where we were, but one week after we were there, the whole country had a standstill to remember right, okay. on the anniversary. So it's still still up there in their memories. Yeah. One of the things I will say about Japan is that as followers of Jesus, it's not that we switch on and we switch off. As I said before, you can wake up any day, not just your birthday, and realise that today's a resurrection day. Yeah, yeah. And so when we, when we are learning to live constantly as loved people, we know that wherever we go, we're ambassadors of, of Jesus Christ. I was just reflecting because of the Holy Spirit Conference um, helping out at in Perth this weekend. When Jesus says in Acts 1.8, he says, you, 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 you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and to the ends of the earth. And, and I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit for that. What he doesn't say, you shall do witnessing. 
in those good. places. That's good. He yeah. says, you shall be my witnesses. Yeah. And so when we get up and we go bricklaying, when we get up and we go shopping, when we get up and we look after our children, when we get up and do, do our washing, uh, we don't intentionally wake up and say, today I'm going to do witnessing for Jesus. But because I have the love of the Father living in me, because my identity is as a daughter or as a son of him, wherever I go, I'm a witness. And that means wherever we go, there is an anti-witness seeking to come against us. In other words, when we have abundant life, there is the enemy who seeks to rob, kill and destroy us of life. Sometimes we get to places like Japan and we can go with tourist eyes and say, oh, isn't that a nice garden? Oh, isn't that a nice park? But when you go with the eyes of Jesus, you realise, hang on a minute, at the entrance to every one of those parks is one of those gates. And it's not a gate like a kid swings on, but the two vertical beams with the horizontal beam across the top. And that's a gate where it's demonic strongholds uh, are prevalent in that area. We, we know that the whole country is chock-a-block full of these gates. And the gates are there at significant places. They're there at their high points. They're there at nature parks. And then there's always a little Buddhist shrine there as well. And one of the things that the Holy Spirit reminded us of is that Jesus is the gate. Mm -hmm. And so we come in and we go out through him and find pasture. So I suppose, Craig, not so much about Japan, but for, for every single one of us in our kingdom family and every single one of us who's listening to this, Wherever we go, there we are. Yeah. Who are we? Well, let's ask first, whose are we? We're the fathers. Who are we? We're daughters and sons of him. And so wherever we go, we carry his, his presence in us and with us. And so we go through the gate, through Jesus, bringing his presence wherever we go. Sometimes we have to go to a place like Japan just to be reminded of everyday life back here in Australia, that when I go shopping back here in Australia, I go as a son of the kingdom. I go as a daughter of the kingdom. Mm, mm. Yeah, so that's And to help the people over there who are living in this culture be reminded that simply being his child, and when I say simply, I don't mean dumbly simply, I mean profoundly simply, mm. simply being his child is the most profound statement you can make in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, okay. To be in Japan as a son and daughter of Jesus Christ, that is the highest calling. Before yeah. you plant a church, before you do 40 days of Bible reading, before you lead 100,000 people to Christ, being a daughter, being a son, being an ambassador of the king and his kingdom in Japan is a statement of warfare, but we don't do it as warfare, we do it out of belonging. Yeah, okay. For some reason, it just brings to mind you know, uh, the beginning of Ephesians 4 that it says something to the effect of, I beg you to live a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. So wherever we go, we're, we're people that have been called by him to be where we are. So so tell us, um, assignment-wise, what, what was the key assignment that you had been called there for? So, And what did you find yourself doing? You know, Was it, was it what you expected? Well, I, I can't tell you everything we're doing because some of the people uh, in Japan will probably end up listening to this and I don't want to embarrass them, but... We were, we were stretched beyond what we thought we would be doing and Julie really picked up a, a lot of the interpersonal relationship side of things, which was fantastic. <clears throat> we did teaching and equipping. But the number one thing we do when we go places, Craig, and this is why 
it's it's so significant to get alongside of people is we did just that. Right. Get alongside of people. Yeah. Our presence said to them over there and to the leaders, the parents in that church family, our presence said, we're not alone. We're we're connected. We're part of the body. There are people who are thinking of us. There are people who are believing in us. There are people who are cheering us on. So did I teach? Yes. Did I teach well? I taught brilliantly. And by that, I'm not being prideful. I taught really well sometimes, though, only to four or five people because Japan is Japan and, and people were busy. They were, they were flat out. One of the things that was really interesting is Grant, and if Grant, you're listening, g'day, my mate over there, uh, sometimes we have an aha moment afterwards and when we left, Grant emailed us and he said that he realised that uh, one of the things that we were able to do is to bring a perspective that he had lost because he's in the midst of it. Yeah. And that's why, Craig, you and I, pe people ask us in our Starfish Oz family, why do you guys have other people in? You know, we want to hear from you guys. Well, sometimes, Craig, you and I need to have other people in yeah. because you and I and Taya and Julie and Adrian and, uh, and, and Robin and Robin and Robin, we, we lose perspective. And so, as uh, Grant said to me afterwards, to see people afresh through new eyes and to encourage the good and let the bad die of neglect, that, that's just a gold comment. And as Andy Bissett and Wall commented on our uh, Starfish Oz Facebook site, that's applicable for all areas of life. I think one of them said, I'm going to take that into my work life to encourage the good and to let the bad die of neglect. Because what we sometimes want to do is we want to pick on the bad, we want to highlight the bad. And whenever we pick on the bad, what we're actually doing is amplifying it. Giving it life. We're giving it life. Yeah. But if we encourage the good, we're actually giving the good life. And so Grant was able to say afterwards, you showed me through the Holy Spirit a way of looking at people that I hadn't looked at. And, and, and you, you highlighted gifts and competencies that I know are there, but had been overlooking because of the niggles. And that is what I think is uh, the, the beauty of an, a, a prophetic and apostolic architecture. That's the beauty of having mums and dads or grandparents into your life. They help you see things from a perspective that we can't always see them. I think that I, means the trip was worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. The thing I even appreciate is be just as you were opening up that email to read out from Grant, I'd open up Facebook to find where he said that because I saw that Wall had commented on that particular line that he wrote in there and that, that you know, Henri Nguyen says that we have a mutuality in ministry, that when I get alongside you, I'm not dispensing the holy things of God but that together we are standing at the level footing playing field of uh, the foot of the cross. And, and so that even your visit there, he has made a comment in response to what has happened for him, and that's ministered to me, that's, that's reminded me, um, and also Wal and Andy and many others, and even through this, it, it's a continual proliferation, if you like, of the good news and how Christ wants us to live in that uh, holy calling that he's given each one of us. So uh, thank, thanks, Grant, for writing that. That's brilliant. I also like the way he said, you know, every, every time... Um, a, um, a situation was brought up, he, he had a butt for it. And I, and I think uh, I, I can relate to that as well at times. Yeah. Yeah. Joppa, I know our time's drawing to a close, but I do want to say uh, a big thank you to those people who invest in Julie's in my life because to go away for a couple of weeks, you know, Julie hasn't been able to do one day of teaching yet this term because we've been away on kingdom assignments. So to those who sow in our life, so the mortgages looked after while we're uh, gone, thank you. To those who sow, sow into the Starfish Oz family and pay for airfares and resourcing for those communities over there, they say thank you and we say thank you and acknowledge that it's a partnership. 
Yeah. Well, look, uh, there's so many more things that I'd love to ask. Our time, like you said, is drawing to a close. Uh, all the best as you fly out uh, and spend time working uh, over in WA. And uh, I trust that Jesus will achieve that which he has sent you to achieve. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Peter.